Okay, so my book is called Sticks and Stones, Animal Homes. <laughs> so who knows what that animal is on the cover? It's a hard one. Yes? Not a fox. He doesn't have a tail. Yes? Ooh, he's much smaller than a tiger or a cat. Close? Yes? Possum, no, but rat is probably the closest we'll get. He's a, he's a muskrat. Yes, yeah, so they live in America and they build this crazy dome in the reeds. So we're going to find out about him, but also about all lots of different other animals. What? Sticks and stones, animal homes. And here it says, for Gil. And Gil is my little boy, but he's not here today. He's at home. And that's my name, Ty Snaith. Here we go. Let's start. The first page doesn't have any animals on it because they're all hiding in their homes. All around the world, on land and at sea, from deep underwater to high in a tree, creatures make cubbies and burrows and domes and all sorts of incredible, amazing homes. Spider web. A spider web. Is that a home? Yeah. And what about... Spider. And what about these guys? Do you know what these are? Excuse me, little boy. And What's his name? What's his name? Hugo. Do you know what these things are here? Coconuts. Coconuts. They're a bit, they're droopier than coconuts, aren't they? They're something's home. Coconuts? Let's find out because they're the first ones. Look, these birds are called Bayer weaver birds and they make these homes. Let's read what he has to say. We weave our cool homes high up in these trees. They dingle and dangle and swing in the breeze. That would be a cool home to live in, I reckon. And they make them just with their beaks. We're pretty lucky to have hands, but these birds make even even crazier things just with their beaks. It would be good if I could get the page. Here we go. What's this one? I hatch from an egg with my home on my back. It's hard and it's safe. No need for a shack. So imagine if we all had our houses on our backs. That's a turtle, that's right. It's a Myanmar river turtle from Burma. And sadly, yes? Why does it have spikes? Because this is a very special one where they've done a renovation to their shell. They've added some turrets. All right, and this guy's from Australia. Who knows what kind of animal this is? Yes? A bunny? Close. But you know what's different to him? He has this really long tail. You know it. A bilby, that's right. My home is a tunnel that winds round and round, a burrow that's cool and safe, deep underground. I shelter in here from the heat of the day and I come out at night because that's when I play. Who knows what that's called when you come out at night? What's, what's that called? Yeah, Nocturnal. That's right. Really good. And you know why? It's like a rabbit. It's got really big ears like a rabbit but a much longer tail. And does anyone know why they do this windy, windy tunnel that goes round and round and round and round and round? Any guesses? Because things like dingoes, you know, big dogs and dingoes, they try to put their nose down into their burrows to, to eat them. They try to get them. And if it's got this long, windy tunnel, they can't get in, can they? Because their nose just goes into that bit. And look, he's safe over here. And who knows what, um, what this flag is here? What the... Yeah, do you know? It's a football. Hmm. Uh, maybe. It could be on a football. Yes. That's right. It's our Indigenous Aboriginal flag. And, well, it, it could be on a football. I've never seen it on a football. But. 
And who knows what these stars are here? They're special stars in our sky. Do you know? Yeah, good. The Southern Cross, that's right. All right, now this fish, a lot of kids, when I show them this page, they say, it's Nemo. A shark. This is called a clownfish, special clownfish. She has a tongue poking out. It's a pink tongue. Let's read what she... She has a handbag, I know. Let's... It does look like... It's like Nemo's girlfriend, isn't it? Let's, let's read what she has to say. My home's in the sea in this anemone. It gives me protection and I feed it for free. I keep the place neat and sparkly clean and it stings any villains. Aren't we a great team? So the villain is the shark who wants to eat the fish, but this thing that she lives in, it's actually a creature. So it looks sort of just like seaweed or something, but it, it, yeah, it's actually got a stinger and it protects her. So if a big shark comes up, it, it puts out its tentacle and it goes, stings it. It's a very, very good alarm system, isn't it? Now this page, my little boy Leo actually found this animal in an encyclopedia and brought it in and said, you have to draw this guy. It's an elf owl who lives in a cactus. Let's read. This is a cactus. They're these crazy big plants with spikes on them. And these guys are called woodpeckers. And they make the hole in the tree and then afterwards the owl moves in. Let's read what the owl has to say. Lucky the woodpecker. Woodpeckers left us their home. Once their babies had grown, we could call it our own. Here in this cactus, I lay three white eggs, which hatch into owlets with funny bow legs. Do you know what the owlets are? They're the babies. And the other cool fact that I found out about the elf owl, which is pretty clever, that's the woodpecker. See, on top of the cactus, when it has flowers, these are the cactus flowers, a whole lot of bugs come to the flowers to eat eat the nectar or eat the, eat the other bugs. And the elf owl just has to go up onto his roof and that's where he gets his food from. So he's got like a special cafe on top of the roof where he can eat the food and then go back inside again. Yes? It's like a cafe. It's like a cafe. It's like a rooftop cafe. And this is, I think this is my favourite creature. What kind of crab? Do you know? A hermit crab. Who's got a hermit crab at home? Anyone? Don't get hermit crabs because, do you know, they can't actually breed hermit crabs in pet shops. So if you buy a hermit crab, they come from, from the other side of the world. They have to ship them over and it's, it's not very good for the hermit crab population. So let's read what the hermit crab has to say. My body is tucked up inside this neat shell. It's great to find something that fits me so well. And if I get bored with the colour or style... I can upgrade my shell every once in a while. So what the hermit crab does is that when he gets a bit too mm, cramped or he doesn't like it anymore, he just wiggles his body out and then he finds another shell and backs into another shell. Pretty cool, huh? But yeah, don't get hermit crabs as pets because they actually think that it might create in an endangered situation eventually. Yeah, it's not good. <gasps> this, this lady is fairly special. Do you know what she is? Who knows? Yes, yes. A what? A wasp. Not a wasp. Nicer than a wasp. Queen bee. Queen bee. Is that the crown? Did the crown give it away? <laughs> okay. I'm a queen bee in my palace of gold. I'm surrounded by workers who do as they're told. 
They make their own wax and they build cells for me while I lay many eggs and I eat royal jelly. <laughs> jelly. Who likes jelly? No, I don't like it either. Most people. You like it? Mm. I don't like the wobbliness of it. And here we go. We're back to the guy from the front. Who remembers what, what type of animal it was? <laughs> Muskrat. So this is the muskrat's manor. It's called muskrat manor. And this is what happens. He's actually, um, uh, you know, like a, a mammal. So he doesn't actually breathe underwater, but he can hold his breath and dive under the water and then digs a hole up to build his house. Yes, what's your question? When he swims, he has his T-shirt and go in. I know, he swims in his T-shirt. That's pretty hard. Let's read what he says about his house. I build a dome home using mud, sticks and reeds. A neat stylish lodge to suit all of my needs. Its submarine entrance is hidden from sight. It's snug and it's safe, so I always sleep tight. Because submarine means under the water. So he goes under the water and he comes up. And who knows what he plays? What's his instrument that he plays? Hmm? Violin. A violin. And which parents know, you'll know, what type of furniture he has. What's the designer of his... He's American, that's a clue. Yes, well done. <laughs> and this is the American flag. So he's from America. And actually this little guy here, this little frog, is called um, Californian red-legged frog. And they're endangered too, but they're, they're from America as well. Now this lady and her babies, what is she? Polar bear. That's easy, isn't it? That's a really easy one. Do you have a question? Yes? A comment. A comment. Okay. My teddy bear is a polar bear. Oh, that's good. Is it huge? No. No, little. Yes? Ah, I'll get to that. During the winter, we're born in this den. It's warm and it's cosy. The cold can't get in. We cuddle up here and we have lots of fun. And then in the spring, we come out with the sun. And these little rabbits, they're not actually rabbits, they're called Arctic hares. So they live in the same place where the polar bears live and they also dig a burrow down. So I thought they could be neighbours. <laughs> and they're all white so that they're camouflaged in the snow. This one, I had never, ever heard of this animal before I started researching. It is quite astounding. It's called a giant squirrel. And when they say giant squirrel, they mean giant squirrel. Because the tail of this, see this giant long tail? It can be up to two and a half, sometimes longer, metres long. And she lives right up in the treetops in India of the... Bigger than dad. <laughs> exactly. And they're amazing, amazing creatures. And they build these beautiful homes. We'll read what she has to say. Yes. They love all of the colours. They do. My homes are disguised in the top of this tree. There's one for my babies and one just for me. I take twigs and leaves and I build a big ball. So when you look up, you can't see us at all. That's called when you can't see camouflage. You've got a camouflage jacket on. So if you're in the jungle, I couldn't see you. So she camouflages her things out of six and she's also got a dream catcher which is pretty nice. This, this is like the, the bachelor of the animal world. He's called a spotted bowerbird. And have you heard of a bowerbird before? No? 
There's one in at the museum. They collect blue things. So usually bowerbirds collect blue things, but this guy is a spotted bowerbird from Victoria and they collect pastel-coloured things, <laughs> which I was pretty impressed by. Yes. Yeah. Would he be? <laughs> I don't think so. I think they like little things that they can pick up in their beak and they usually like shiny blue. But this, this one likes pastel things. So I've, he's got a collection here of like a dinosaur designs necklace and a primitive sculpture and some Robin Boyd ceramics. And these are the ladies that he's trying to impress. Yeah. So let's, let's read what he has to say. Here on my stage, made of hundreds of twigs, I, disguise all my, I display all my treasures and I dance my best jigs. I choose the right colours and I place them just so. They help me to impress the ladies, you know. So he puts them all out the front to sort of go, hey, look at all my stuff. I'm really cool. Come into my nest. Do you think it's working? They don't look very impressed. <laughs> they kind of just, eh, whatever. <gasps> this guy. Hey, Hugo. Hey, Hugo, I need your help to tell me what this one is. It's pretty, it's pretty gross. Close. Who, what? A bug. Do you know what it is? Cockroach? Mm, it's kind of nicer than a cockroach. Yes? A beetle. It's called a dung beetle. And the dung beetle, dung, does anyone know what dung is? Poo. So let's read about why, why it's called a poo beetle. Our home is made of poo. Their home is made of poo, which Dad shaped with his legs. There, then he rolled it to the place where Mum laid all of her eggs. So the Mum gets inside and lays the eggs inside the poo. It's like a big cubby, a warm, stinky ball. We find it delicious. We don't mind it at all. <laughs> Look, so the babies hatch out of their eggs inside the poo and then do you know what they do? They start eating it. Ugh. But they love it. They say, yum, poo, delicious. Yes. And do you know why they love the poo? Why? Yeah, they're the teeth. They're going, yum, 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 So fast. So fast. They eat the whole inside of the poo out. It's delicious. And this, this guy, you, you must know what he is. Monkey. Close to a monkey, but he's much oranger than a monkey. Yes. No, not a baboon. Yes. Close to a chimpanzee, but, but sort of bigger and lives in Borneo. Yes? Orangutan. Orangutan. There you go. Did you know that, Hugo, as well? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Let's read about the orangutan, because this guy, he's got a builder's hat on and a hammer. And even he has a TV. He's got a flat screen TV, because he's a tradie. They've all got flat screen TVs. <laughs> okay. Let's read about him. Each day I choose branches I know are the best. Then I gather together soft leaves to cushion my nest. I'm an architect, builder, and engineer too. When I tire of my home, I just build something new. So, you know, every day orangutans build new nests. So every day they, they spend their time finding new leaves and then building a new nest. And they have these little lizards. This is called an anglehead lizard that live with them. But at the moment it's a little bit sad because in Indonesia lots of orangutans are dying because all their forests are burning. So... One thing that we can do to help them is to not, not use palm oil because that's, what, that's where they live. And unfortunately, lots of humans cut down the palm oil forests to, 
to grow palm trees. Yes? <laughs> he's going to build it, build something out of it. Yeah, he's a he's a builder with his hammer. Oh, now, not many not many mums like this page. What's this one? A spider. And this is a very fierce lady spider. She is one of the biggest spiders in the world. Yes. A pygmy hippos in the water, and this is called a Mad Madagascan bark spider. And do you know what is so, so cool about the bark spider? Her web is actually the strongest natural material in the world. Yeah, it's the strongest natural fibre. An emu. Yeah, oh, even. Yeah. The web, that's right. Should we read about her? My home is this web. It's incredibly strong. It catches fresh insects that flutter along. It's so big that it reaches right over a stream, so right across the river. It's perfect if living by water's your dream because she basically lives above a big river. And you know what I saw on YouTube? That's pretty crazy. They'd heard that her web was the strongest web in the world and so a cameraman went to Madagascar and he actually threw his whole big film camera, which weighed 13 kilos, into the web and it caught the film camera. Yeah. Yeah. So it's pretty strong. It could actually catch a bat or a bird or... Yeah. Pretty amazing. And it just comes out of her bottom. <laughs> Imagine if you could do that. Uh, <laughs> oh, I said, I said bottom. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Okay, guys, this is the last, this is the last creature of the book. Yes? He's okay. He's all right. I'm more of a hotelier, some might say. My home is a safe place for others to stay. They borrow my burrow, you know, Dee. What is it? An armadillo, you're right. They borrow my burrow. It's warm and it's cheap. Then they sleep and they sleep and they sleep and they sleep. So what the armadillo does is he digs a new burrow every day and then he moves along makes a new one. And all of these little creatures like the ocelots and the caveys, they sleep in the armadillo's burrows. So he's a hotel. he has a hotel, really. <laughs> he makes it for them. And he goes out and parties at night. And this little sign here says, do not disturb. And this little sign on his tail says, mikaze es su casa. Does anyone know what that means? Do you know? My house is your house. And so that's a saying in, in lots of different countries, actually, where it means you. my house is your house. You come over and stay, I come over and stay. And that's the end. But if you get the book, I actually do have, I always forget to say, but I do have some books here today if you would like to buy one. But if you get the book at home, your parents, and you get really nerdy like my boys do, um, you can read about all the animals. And I actually have a little sort of a little thing to say whether they're endangered or whether they're vulnerable and where they live. So grasslands or in the rivers and streams or in the Arctic. So you can actually use it for projects and stuff as well. Yes? Do you? Do you like animal books? Yeah, I like animal books too. And right at the end, you've got some, some um, of the shells that belong to the hermit crab. That's the end.